Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Harry Kane scored again, and Liverpool face Chelsea this weekend. It's Friday, 27th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. It's Friday and we're feeling good, Luke Moore. Friday feeling, baby. How you mm. feeling, Diggory Dawson? I'm all right. It's, it's Friday, so I'm having a nice time. What, Off what, to uh, Bristol this afternoon. Oh, yeah. What's, what's, it, what's that in Adel? Don't say that. What, what do you mean? mean? Bristol be, Town Centre will go crazy. I'm going to knock some uh, statues into the river. Is that <laughs> what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah. What? Nice one. What are you actually doing in Bristol? None of your business. Okay, fair None of your beeswax. Fair I enough. noticed that you were in a practice room last night on your Instagram, Lukey Moore. Yeah, That's I exciting. I was, yeah. What Is when's pro- the album coming? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, no, sure. What I like about practice rooms is the drums always look like absolute shit. Yeah, everything. Well, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, everything is a bit like that. But I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect the people at the Realistic Music Academy, which is actually what it's called. <laughs> okay. Mm. Cool. I th- and when you said it was a practice room, I thought you meant like the GPs. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone else did as well. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> no, Luke is going to produce some fine music. Everybody, that's not happening, gentlemen. It's happening. Y- y- we're giddy because we've we've just been sucking up some of that uh, Europa Conference League action from last night, and my mm. goodness, it, it fills you. With with joy, it fills you with uh, all sorts of because uh, it's not even the tournament proper. No, it exactly. gets me excited exactly. about it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I, I was so excited I could have ridden Charlie Kane's motorbike all around the neighbourhood <laughs> last night at two in the morning, Pete, <laughs> revving it up. Yeah, <laughs> Harold Kane is back. Yeah, yeah. back sure. among the goals. It, it is official now. Nuno Espirito Santo said that Harry Kane is a hundred percent committed to Spurs, and that it's time for everybody to move forward. Although Kane does like to drop deep sometimes. He does. Do you know? that his name's not actually Harold. Uh, it's, it's, he's christened Harry. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, okay. I mean, it's fine to... I'm sure he won't, he won't be offended. It's but... never stopped me before from making up a nickname no, for somebody. <laughs> that is very much true. So H is uh, yeah. is sticking around, apparently. That's right. Um, I was I was kind of interested to see what the reception would be um, when he when he first got turned out mm-hmm. properly and, and after all this stuff happened. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to glean that because no one gives a shit about the Conference League. But we will find out on Sunday, I think, a little bit more accurately. You know when people used to say, oh, and some people may do, but some people used to say, I don't really care about the Europa League. And then it gets to sort of the quarterfinals stage and all those things. You've got some big teams in yeah. there. Do you think we'll still have that with the Conference th- League? Or do you think like the final will happen and people will be like, oh, who won it? Sorry, I, think. <laughs> I think with the Europa League, mm. you could probably do some kind of algorithmic basis for the tournament and run it on coefficients until like the semi-final. Right? <laughs> and I don't know if anyone would miss it. No. No. And so with the Conference League, I think the Conference League is a bit like quite a cool old copy of a magazine. Yep. Mm. Like you, you loved Punch. back in the... Yeah, back in, not quite that old. Back in the day. I don't even know that. And you found it and you were like, oh, uh, this is pretty cool. Mm. I'll have a little flick through this again. Yeah. But you never noticed it was gone. No, yeah. that's what would happen with the Europa, with the Conference League as well. I think right. Europe, European football is oh, just yeah. like, a, like a house party that's got out of control. Everyone's just popping in, yeah. popping out. I, I wonder if um, people who look after the sponsorship for this show are, mm-hmm. are, are wishing we would stop slagging off all the football competitions that we talk about. No, but well, I'm, not, I'm not slagging it. To me, it's, it's a bit like when people say, I'm not really interested in international football. Yeah. And then the tournament comes wankers. around. And then those wankers come out their little cubby holes and yeah. they're wanting to get involved and yeah. buy tickets and that. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this is like the this is the qualification for the for the it's, thing. It's, I like it's, the... it's just watching a, a person um, re- reorganize some ducks. Yeah. So to push them into the canal. 
You <laughs> getting your ducks in the row uh-huh. on the canal. There you go. You, you yeah. Pete, presumably the Conference League is exactly your kind of football competition because it's for the people who it's a, the a, a, com- a combination of <clears throat> smaller teams and teams who should be doing better but aren't. <laughs> yes, it's that's lovely, a bit of you, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of you. Hey, you only play the Europa Conference League uh, twice. Yeah, one on the way up, one on the way down. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. great to be back. Exactly. But St Johnston are out though. They are. They are. Yes. So John, I mean, are they out? How does it work? Because like, is there another safety net? I think this is this is one. One of the longest European campaigns the Scottish teams <laughs> ever had, and they've still not. Qual- they haven't actually qualified we for a main tournament. We were trying to determine whether they were actually out of it all, or do they get another go at some other? If you look at it, um, the Europa it, League Shield or something. If you if you look at it in, in terms of calendar days, yeah. they're actually in Europe longer than Rangers were well when they got to that final in the early nineties. <laughs> right, it's the semi final. <laughs> semi final. Sorry. Yeah. Did, uh, you, uh, did you see that uh, Celtic beats Is it Alcoa to get to get on through? aggregate? On aggregate, didn't win through. on the night. But I'm very much enjoying the. Uh, for Kyogo uh, Furuhashi his uh, song Kyogo Pumping Rangers it's a good song isn't it that, what he was that is very good Racking Joey Hart made an error didn't he he, he did, did make yeah. an error there he was did. a few errors from Celtic quite early on in that game which cost them two goals <laughs> mm. yeah. poor old Joe was, in, Joe, Joe was involved um, mm-hmm. of course former Spurs Europa League goalkeepers who's got pedigree in the tournament but they managed to get there oh he They're made some in, good saves after that to be well fair. he will do they're in the Europa League proper <laughs> Mm. As are Rangers, actually. So both, mm. uh, there we both go. the old firm are in. So it's nice to see them both happy. I, I felt like, to go back to the Harry Kane thing, mm. I felt like the statement he made, I know you guys alluded to it yesterday, but the statement he made um, felt to me like when it was being constructed in <laughs> behind the scenes by all the different team that he has working for him. This is all very funny, isn't it, Luke? Yeah. I, I think <laughs> this summer was like two non-negotiable words that had to be in there. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It felt to me quite significant. That yeah, we'll, this we'll, summer, see. We'll, we'll see a little bit later on. But now he's, he's, he, apparently he wants to renegotiate his fucking contract. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, You've seen the havoc I can wreak. Like, I mean, how did that work out for you last time, Flyboy? Yeah. <laughs> you want to win this conference league? You'll need me. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll need and you'll need me happy. Yeah, yeah. and the office motorbike you're riding on, get out. They are on the march. They are very much uh, on the march. Else, uh, did you see Royal Antwerp manager Brian Prisk promised his players he would do a press conference without clothes if they managed to qualify? for the Europa League. They mm. won on penalties, mm. but he, he did the uh, press conference with a towel around his waist. Yeah, they've had a relatively poor start of the season. Mm. Um, some of you just thought, I'll, I'll just do the towel and then if I need to whip off yeah. everything, I've the got thing, the choice, haven't I? But the I? thing is though, it's, it's one of those weird situations where you think, ah, that's a load of nonsense. You've mugged us off there. Take it off. And he takes it off and you just look at a naked man and you go, what, yeah. what, what am I asking here? Yeah. <laughs> what am I, what are... <laughs> I mentioned... Uh, Put your clothes thing, back on. I mentioned the thing on the, on the uh, look at picture recently where uh, the, a guy at the FBI invented uh, a testicle radio uh-huh. Right, uh, it's where that you could secrete uh, yeah. inside a fake testicle that looked mm-hmm. photorealistic. It looked testicle realistic. See what I have to part with? <laughs> Put a radio in the testicles because nobody right. wants to search a man's unmentionable. Uh, it's all he wants to talk right? about for a yeah, day. Right. But the most important thing was the man who invented it just basically went to the head of the FBI, mm. said, "Right, Steve, come in here." And Steve just gets his knob out, and the FBI director just walks out. <laughs> so from the FBI director's perspective, yeah. he's just a man just walked in, got his penis out, and yeah. the blog just walked off. Um, which I find that dynamic delicious. <laughs> yeah, Brian <laughs> Price used to play for Portsmouth. Does that have any interest? Does that have any interest? <laughs> he got bombed out by Harry Redknapp. I'm right. just, uh, I'm just wondering what sort of 
stations you can pick up three <laughs> yeah, yeah. long wave is it or I don't know yeah uh, it, it was one of my more confusing afternoons I'll be yeah. honest yeah. because I wasn't fully, when Pete was telling the story I wasn't fully convinced he got it right yeah right but I mean there you go perhaps you have and, right. and, and, and we should also mention that Gary Lineker also made a, a similar promise uh-huh. Mm. With if, his Leic- if Leicester will win the league. Uh, Do you remember? Yeah. And I have a good authority spent most of the... Time uh, in the gym. In the gym. No, that's fair. I don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would. Even he's in his yeah. 60s. I don't know if he was He's not time. in his 60s. He is. Lineker. Yeah. Is he? He might have, at the time, he might have been late 50s. Okay. He wore a pair Google of boxer shorts. I'm, pr- I'm quite sure he's about 60, 61. And they were the baggiest boxer shorts. I haven't seen those since the 90s. Yeah. He wore a pair of Leicester... City crested because he said he would yeah. be in his pants. All right, he's just sixty. Right, Fair enough. Right. So you're technically correct. So yes. I don't want to say it that way, but you are. You are correct. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Say it again. <laughs> he's in his sixties, <laughs> but he wasn't at the time. No. So we're no. both right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the Europa League and the Europa Conference League, the, the draws take place today. Yeah. But before recording, because we didn't want to miss out on that. No. We're having a Europa League and the Europa Conference League draw party. Yeah. I, later. I, I, I You're all invited. I know I'm banging this drum and sounding like a bit like a boring old man or whatever, mm. but I can't imagine what the Europa League and the Europa Conference League draw is going to be like. Well, mate, it'll, it... it'll go on for fucking ages. <laughs> Get yourself down to Bristol City Town Centre where Pete's going to be doing the draw. <laughs> you're doing it. And you turn, you're sticking turn around to the Christmas, the Christmas lights on. Christmas yeah. lights on. Like yeah, doing the Europa League draw. <laughs> didn't you do the Holloway Road Christmas lights once? I did, yeah. Because yeah. Alex A wouldn't yeah. turn up. Yeah, I upset a lot of uh-huh. kids because Alex didn't turn up. Look, there's yeah. a free plinth for you to, in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but the Champions League draw did happen. Yeah, and it was a good was, one, actually. It was a good one. Man City in a group with PSG and uh, RB Leipzig, so they uh, a tough one. Man United, they get their, their pass, as, as always. Mm. Well done, them. <laughs> Although I say that, they didn't, uh, didn't work out very well last time. Liverpool are in a tough one. They are in a tough one. Atletico Madrid, Porto and AC Milan. I know it's Fun. not. I know it's Fun. not. Ancelotti's AC Milan of the sort of 2007 but, but, vintage, but still. The, the best fact to come out of this and it is my favourite fact of the season this is, so far. This is an astonishing fact. It's Milan. It'll be AC Milan's first ever competitive game at Anfield. That is extraordinary. What? I don't. I, I don't know. What? if It can be true. Yeah. Can that be true? We've been had there, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> it's the crazy pedigree fact. of those two sides in European yeah. competition. Yeah. In fact, Milan are what the the uh, behind Real Madrid. They've won the most European Cups and, and most of Madrid. Well, not most. They've won it a lot recently. But yeah. M- Milan have an incredible pedigree in the European Cup slash. Champions oh yeah, of course. League. As do Liverpool as well. Yeah. Two highly decorated. But this is a bit like Newcastle United. Well, you're stopping there. Newcastle yeah. United. Continue, oh, they've please. Played in it before. They have played. Beat Barcelona famously, <laughs> didn't they? But this was a. But this was a bit like we're uh, going back a few years now when yeah. Brazil faced Germany in the 2002 World Cup. It was the first time they ever faced each other in the World Cup. Wow. Which again, you can consider those two are the most two successful countries I think they were at the time as well they certainly are yeah. now oh maybe Italy actually sorry but two very successful countries that have been involved in I think Germany have been involved in every World Cup mm. something like that and it was the first time they'd ever met it's is this going to be like if you, when you add like um, is it potassium per- per- permanganate to water probably yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, what happens? Like, just explain to me what happens when you the do magnesium that. ribbon goes. Oh, no. <laughs> does it go purple? I can't remember. I it don't does know. something. It does something surprising. You know, I didn't realise that was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, it, it, something crazy might happen. They might be completely allergic to each other. Well, they might create a vortex to a different dimension. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, I heard Andy Brussel slagging off Sheriff yesterday. Uh, it was disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. What a bully! Yes. Nineteen times did he say? Yeah. What a bully! <laughs> yeah. What a big bully! He's got no respect for law and order. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Imagine the puns. Imagine Mm. the puns Mm -hmm. if Sheriff 
beat Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah. There's a new sheriff in town. There's a real absolutely. sheriff in town. Yeah, exactly. All that exactly. Kind of A real sheriff in town real like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Madrid, you see sheriff beat Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one. It's got it all. It's got it all. Um, but it is. But it was good to see Harry Kane among the goals for Tottenham Hotspur. I think we can all agree. And by the but way, that's look, the thing, isn't it, Marcus? He, he just scores goals. So all mm. the narrative around him, all yeah. the chat, is he yeah. coming to training? Is he not? Yeah. As soon as he gets on the pitch, just get the goals. He, he just scores the goals. Just get the goals. Apparently, got a huge roar when his name was read out in the starting lineup. So that'll that'll tell you. That'll mm. tell you. But he's but he's got to get amongst the goals, Peter, because there's there's competition for places. And I'm talking about England because Patrick Bamford's been called up. <laughs> big Paddy Bamba, big BB. He, he'll be going for him. I'm pleased with Patrick Bamford, and I have to say, I think we might have mentioned it on Lions Watch in the summer. I thought that I think that Marcus, you and I both agreed that it was probably a bit early for him yeah. for the World Cup, despite the season he'd had. Euros, because of the, mate. I'm sorry, because of the Euros. Sorry for the Euros because of the season he's had. We, we, we thought he could be a little bit, consider himself a little bit hard done by. But I felt like he probably would get a nod after they got the Euro cycle out of the way because I think Southgate and Holland had a plan in mm. place and Bamford wasn't going to be a part of that. And it's not surprising, I don't think, to see him getting the nod because Southgate does do that thing, mm-hmm. not in a patronising way, where he says, right, you've scored X amount of goals in the Premier League and you're English and you can offer this, this and this. We're going to give you a look. And I think Bamford massively deserves it. Do you think, though, with the way... Because we, we, we often say with England, if, if Kane is not fit or he has an injury, then you probably put Dominic Calvert-Lewin, which is a very different type of forward. Bamford, of all the forwards England would have, would he be the, the more, slightly more similar to Kane? I know there are I think No, I think that's right. Mm. Right, okay. I agree with you, yeah. Okay. I think that's right. Um, be interesting, I mean, presumably he's going to... Um, He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna play at some point. I know it's World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. Um, well, they've got Andorra in there, which is a yeah a good a good uh, time to give someone like Bamford some minutes and so on. And Southgate likes to do that, doesn't he? Because if you get players to come in and uh, you know they're, they're more relaxed around the squad, they know the setup. Just in case they do get a few injuries, then then they're there, Peter. And Jay Lings is back because he knows the way they play. <laughs> Pete, what yeah. am I doing? He hasn't played. Yeah. Whoa. He's what's throwing that? up the Jay Lings symbol. The, sorry, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I saw a guy with a cap with the Jay Lings symbol on it on the tube about three or four weeks ago. Was it Jim Cam? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Jim. Yeah. I don't think it was, was Jim. Was it Jay Cam's? Jay Cam, yeah, could have been. Um, so, yeah, well done, uh, Patrick Bamford and Jesse Lingard. Mm. We look forward to international football because it's going to be back soon, baby. But before it does, we have Premier League action and it's Liverpool v Chelsea, Peter. It is a tasty one. The first clash between these two title contenders. Yeah. I mean, Virgil would be like, oh, I think I came back too early. I think, oh, yeah. Set this one out, to be honest. Feeling oh, it. Feeling yeah. it. But I'll tell you what, though, Van Dyke will be thinking, oh, you think Lukaku's decent? All the chat, I'll show you how to marshal him. It'll be a great battle. It will be, It'll a, be great a fantastic battle. battle. Yeah. Uh, so this is a real treat of football this weekend because you've got Liverpool, Chelsea, but you've also got Man City, Arsenal, which I know we're going to talk about in a bit. But they're two real sort of highlight games for different mm-hmm. reasons. Liverpool, Chelsea will be mm-hmm. a real like, tussle, I think, and it'll it's hard, quite hard to call it. Because obviously it's at Anfield. Mm-hmm. Man City Arsenal, not so much. No, <laughs> not so much. You, you, yeah, it's an easier one to call, you would mm, think. I think so. Yeah. Um, Liverpool haven't lost a game since Jurgen Klopp stopped wearing his glasses. But when was that, though? Do we mm. know the exact date that happened? Yeah. yeah. And if Pete lost his glasses, would he get better? Well, that's true. You should know, <laughs> you need to know that, don't you? My eyes wouldn't get better. Well, my no, driving wouldn't get better. It works out for Jurgen. The way that it's been yeah. phrased there is that like mm. he just didn't need him all along. Oh, I should I, I should wear my glasses less. I've got contact lenses. I don't know why I don't use them. Yeah. But you don't want to pop these in your eyes that early in the morning, do you? It's a conversation for you to have with yourself. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to do it here. This is my therapy. Well, <laughs> if you wore contact lenses and glasses, would it fuck everything up? No, I could see like really powerfully. Like, like I see telescope. three people. Yeah, I could yeah. Be yeah. A... maybe that's the trick. Yeah. Hey, um, you over there yeah. in the next village. <laughs> 
But there's no horror in the world more than like getting a new pair of glasses. It defines the face so much. So I understand that like mm. Klopp's are sort of going, I'm just going to get me face lasered <laughs> instead of I, I always, glasses. I always find something that slips under the radar with Jürgen or always has done in the past is that he always wears the glasses baseball cap combo. Right. Which kind of frames it in a slightly different way mm. and it makes it look like you can't really see half of his face at any time. Mm. That's true, yeah. And now, Anything could be going on under that hat. I saw him on Sky Sports News the other day with no hat and no glasses and I found it genuinely shocking. <laughs> well, it, it was like being eight years old and your dad shaving his beard off. Yeah, well, even Klopp <laughs> himself said, I think my face is weird without glasses. Taking a while to get used to it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Of all the people. So yeah, he sees himself every day. It's it's a tactic that is, is working, but you can't deny and you'd be foolish to do so. <laughs> uh, but he was talking about how he first uh, met and came across Tom, Thomas Tuchel this week. Uh, of course, he was watching an under-20s game between Dortmund and Tuchel's Mainz with his old sporting director, Christian Heidel. And he sung Tuchel's praises and um, and, and, and Heidel hired uh, Tuchel as Mainz's first team coach that summer. I like that because it's mm. been it's been it's been presented as this is the first time I met him. But what yeah. he's actually saying is Thumb. I fucking sorted him Thumb. out. Yeah. Yeah. I gave him a job, yeah. and he shouldn't forget that. Yes, yeah. well, that is technically true. I probably would have got there by myself. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I reckon Klopp, mm. did, Klopp does the uh, thing that people do. I don't know. You did, you did it all yourself. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with me. You're saying that's a lovely little mind game. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll mind game you. <laughs> you wait. You haven't seen mind games until you see Virgil Van Dijk line up against Romelu Lukaku wearing Jurgen Klopp's glasses. Doesn't need, <laughs> Klopp doesn't need him anymore. No, that's right. They can't hurt Van Dijk. I'd love to see Van Dijk with a pair of the old Edgar Davids. Yes, and it turns to be Jurgen Klopp's frames. It's going to be great. It's mm. going to be great. Good news for Liverpool, of course. Andy Robertson signed a five-year new five-year contract this week. Mm. Uh, he said he'd be fit and ready for the Chelsea game after missing their two opening games. That's uh, that, that's good news for for Liverpool, of course. Uh, what about um, Chelsea's Kurt Zouma? He's set for a West Ham medical after a twenty-five million pound fee has been agreed. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to um, agree terms. I know, but it's it looks like it's happening. Mm. And David Moyes, you know, he's hopeful that they can improve on last season. Peter. Mm. Getting in big Kurt. Oh, I tell you what, Moyes is <laughs> feeling positive. Uh, is it fair to say that uh, West Ham are excellent at the moment, but one injury and they're done? <laughs> and, Which, it, and it ain't that part of the pitch yeah. that, they, that, they're, that they're really uh, risking their rep on. Yeah, well, we, we shall see. I, I, I think they wanted to move Zimron because they want to bring in Jules Kunde, don't they? Yeah, I mm. think that's probably it. And that is that is a that is an interesting signing as well. But I think I mean balance what, the books these days, haven't you? Apparently not. But um, I thought what I saw of Zuma last season, I thought he looked pretty decent. I he think he, he will strengthen West Ham. Oh, definitely for sure. And West Ham, they've you know decent uh, result of course against Leicester City. I know Leicester. Um, had that a, was a funny old game. It was it? a funny old game, isn't it? They mm. put them to the sword. Leicester away to Norwich uh, on, on the weekend. Um, they, they need to get back on the horse, of course, after their hammering in the London Stadium. Mm. Um, Jamie Vardy revealed on uh, the game show A League of Their Own, which you think to yourself, yeah, he'll be a captain of that one day. <laughs> oh, big time. Uh, <laughs> big time. Is he charismatic enough? Well, yeah, does it matter? Uh, the reason the League of Their Own is point. so successful is because Question of Sports took their eye off the ball. They did. Yeah. For years. Yeah. For years. Um, if, you're gonna put, if you are going to insist mm -hmm. on Phil Tufnell for that long, <laughs> you're going to take your after ball. They wanted Ian Botham, but he's doing trade deals and with don't Australia. Even, <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on Matt Dawson. If you are going to lead your flagship <laughs> comedy sport panel show yeah. on the BBC with Tufnell and Dawson, and to be fair, yeah. I've got nothing against her personally, but... An, you know, a past her best Barker, <laughs> oh, you're going to get a League of the Rones going to come in and it's going to fill that vacuum, Marcus. It's going to fill that vacuum and it has done and they deserve the success because they took the chance. I was with you yeah. until you said that about Sue B. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I've got nothing wrong. I've got no you, beef with her. Have you heard the new news about Question of Sport? What? Paddy McGuinness. Ah. Replacing 
your hated Sue Barker. <laughs> so you wanted this. Sue B- Barker's crying now. Come and back, now we've got McGuinness. Come back, Sue. All is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no likey, no lighty. No. Yeah. I hear that. Uh, How is Paddy McGuinness getting that job? <laughs> that is a flagship BBC gig. Got it, Red. Something. He obviously got Charlie Kane as his agent. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yes. maybe. Doors flung open. I'm, I'm hearing that a league of their own is the new Athletic. I've subscribed. Have you? Yeah. You have to pay. It's where you get all of the inside track. Does the money go straight to, peop- <laughs> to, to people who need it most, like Romish Ranganathan and, <laughs> uh, and uh, Josh Willicombe? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, sorry, what were you saying? I Jamie Vardy. Remember. Jamie Vardy, yeah. yeah. He was on yeah. League of Their Own. Uh, oh, and he said he wants to stay at Leicester until the end of his career. And he said he would snub interest from the likes of Liverpool and Manchester United. That's, just, like that's just a straw man, though, isn't it? They were suggesting that he's gonna, they've come in for him anyway, have they? No. Yeah. A little, he's getting on a bit, isn't he? I was going to say, yeah. What's Brother Brendy been up to? Brother Brendy That's said, why we're all here, let's be honest. Of course. <laughs> for goodness sake. Uh, he was talking about Vardy, and of course, on the opening day, he said, "You saw him last weekend. He was so good. I just love watching him when he's like that. He's a joy to have in the team. He's got that devilment that I love." <laughs> <laughs> My goodness! It's, like, it's I mean, okay. that, that's helpful when you're on the football field. But when remember when he used to work while he was playing non-league, he used to play in a medical splint uh, factory. He's not play; he used to work. Who? 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 Rodgers or Vardy? No, it's Vardy, surely. Vardy. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that devilment in the yeah. medical splint factory. I don't, I don't trust that. No. I don't want Vardy anywhere no. near that. I put itching powder yeah. in the splint. Ah. Oh, I've turned them all at right angles. <laughs> That's the opposite of what we need. <laughs> I've see? been devilish again. See yeah. <laughs> Aberdeen, Scott Brown. Aberdeen went out, didn't they? They did. Beaten by Carabag, sadly. Yeah. Uh, Aberdeen, Scott Brown was interviewed this week about turning uh, to coaching and he spoke about many of the lessons he picked up from brother Brendan at mm. Celtic. And in the article, it said, it's all in notebooks. He wrote down every session. Late at night, he'd remember things Rogers had said, like, this is not a Robbie Williams training session. We're not here to entertain. We're here to work. So he started putting a pad at the side of his bed for th- when things came back to him. A, child, a fellow childish Gambino fan, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was at... Uh, hey, you got the backing of, of, of Rogers. I am obsessed. And Brownie. I was in Cliveden House in Maidenhead. Oh, yeah. I, by but... the way, you took your, your partner there for her birthday, right? Yeah. I hope you don't mind me saying. Yeah. I looked up the prices of that place. Oh, it is obscene. Unbelievable, obscene, Marcus. Right? That's the guess amount of money he's spending. Do you guess know what? Up. We were wondering what, because he, he hadn't had any cosmetics done of late. I was, <laughs> we were wondering what kind of way Pete was spending his money these days. Absolutely I, ridiculous. It was, was not my choice, but, you I know. I was absolutely stunned. Stunned, Ten, I was. Right, I bought a hot chocolate, sent the room, because uh, I wanted a hot chocolate. Ten quid for the hot chocolate, ten quid delivery service. <laughs> That's what I'm talking ten about, Marcus. Quid. That's what I'm talking about. Ten fucking quid. Unbelievable. <laughs> but... Walking around the grounds. How big was the hot chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> was it like a weekend? It came, in the, came in the bath, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Marshmallows everywhere. Walking around the, the grounds and stuff, I could hear Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams was definitely doing a gig, right? Oh, really? You know, Ooh, those, you, know, you know I'm obsessed with the fact that he does those yeah, kind of yeah. un, under-the-counter oligarch uh-huh. gigs Donaldson's Wicked Whisper. I for the Europa hear, Conference League draw. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear Robbie Williams doing a gig, and I was like, he's doing one of those dirty little, dirty little gigs. Off book. Because yeah. uh, uh, I, I Googled like, his, his live events, not doing anything recently. Yeah. And then I was like, I, I could just hear him, because he did three or four songs, Rock DJ and a few oh. others and stuff, and, every, and there was lots of people cheering. Yeah. And then speaking to the t- taxi driver, I went, yeah, no, Rock the Moor is down the road. Uh, uh, but then I was like, no, he's not on the bill. Yeah. And there's not even any Secret Robbie set, Williams mate. impersonators. Set, Secret there's Secret not set, even yeah. an impersonator there. So what's going on? There's Barlow knocking out the Robbie Williams hits. I don't know what's, I don't know who's covering him. Uh-huh. I, I just want to know what happened in Maidenhead uh-huh. last Saturday. Yeah. Was Robbie Williams or a Robbie Williams impersonator? Uh-huh. 
enchanting yeah. maidenhead. Let's, let's get people in. I mean, we need to put the details on the social media. Yeah. We'll get people on the case. <laughs> we'll, do a bit of, we'll do a bit of citizen journalism here. Yeah. Well, the bigger question is, though, is that why wasn't Childish Gambino headlining? Why wasn't he? Yeah. Why wasn't he, mate? So <laughs> what we've learned from this is you took your partner to that place. Yeah. You've said it wasn't your choice. Yeah. You ordered the hot chocolate to the room. Which was gave a grand total of 20 quid. Yeah, and then you just left. And went around on a Robbie Williams treasure hunt <laughs> on a wild goose chase into the goodness. valley. Can't wait yeah. for next Robbie. year's birthday. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got planned next year? <laughs> Childish Gambino. Yeah, I have yeah. to say. Why are you so. researching how much I'm paying for a hotel room? No, because I saw it. I thought it, looked, I thought it looked nice, and I thought if I had the, the means and the financial wherewithal, you have the that same got, means as I do. I would. I would quite like to take my wife there. Oh, yeah. I'm f- fascinated by cars that have Guernsey plates, but that's a message for the other day. The yeah. other day. It's also a huge indicator <laughs> that we need to go for a break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored watching Newcastle. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Could have had me time our Guernsey plates there. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway, everybody. Right, it's time for emails. It's going to be a lovely old time. The Football Ramble email. It's going to be a sexy... Ripping off a vicious sexy lifestyle. Sweet! Sausages. More Kevin Keegan. More Carlo Ancelotti. More sausages. And less eyebrow. Is that email you're in? Party, party, party. It's really strange. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's an assault. <laughs> it's like um, it's like a kind of um, an outtake from people just do nothing in a fever dream. Mm. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, Luke Price has been in touch. Hello to you, Luke. He says um, this is obviously after the fact that Jim revealed. Uh, yesterday, in what I think is probably the most stunning news of the entire football Such season so far. Such a surprise, it came out of nowhere. That, um, for those who haven't caught up on yesterday's show, Jim announced that while working in HMV, he may have sold a copy of the Deal or No Deal board game to Alan Kerbishley. Yeah. And I texted him out this morning, and he replied saying, mate, there was such a buzz when he walked in. So... <laughs> It was incredible. Kerbis, it was definitely there. We're just trying to determine. The purchase, the yeah. purchase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jerry Francis tried to do a do you know who I am uh, to uh, a mate in a call centre try and get a, a cheaper mobile phone contract once. Wow. Do you know who I, I once, am? I once spoke to one of your radio colleagues, Claire Sturgis, mm. in the bank I worked in at the call centre. No. There we go. She's been doing a lot of good work for a long time. She could afford a okay. fancy weekend away. I can't remember anything about her finance. So you're mentioning something which wasn't that great about somebody people probably won't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you heard this show before? <laughs> Have you got an email? Because yesterday you spent Gambino. a lot of time in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, great time that's it was. Really. <laughs> anyway, Luke Bryce, he said, I used to operate the Click and Collect service in a large toy shop in Hull back in Ooh. 2016. Right, we're back on track. Mm. We had a relatively rare set of WWE wrestling figures in stock and a bunch of the usual folk came in and snaffled them up. Mm. Then one day, a tall chap ca- uh, came in to collect his AJ Styles figure announcing his surname was Davies. Ooh. I handed AJ over and realised <laughs> I was looking at former Aston Villa man Curtis Davies. Oh. Derby saviour. Yeah, we had a great chat, he said, and uh, and we he seemed eager to shoot off with his new purchase and presumably add it to his collection. Yeah. Now, I've worked with Curtis Davies before. Yeah. Uh-huh. I sent him a text this morning to try and corroborate this story. He has not he has replied. Not replied. Right. No, That's stick right. him in the Clinton Hill file. He doesn't like me either. Shall I text AJ Styles? <laughs> yeah, you could do. Please do, Peter. So there we go. That's another little brush with um, with a football player, as per Jim's suggestion yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we got a message from Connor Brennan. When Fabio Barini was at Sunderland, I sold him and his girlfriend a Christmas tree. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else than in Sunderland buying a Christmas tree. Me too. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> 
Are those, I mean, are those things related, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's now in Istanbul, so he's probably going to have to spend a lot longer trying to find that Christmas tree, you'd imagine. Say, yeah. <laughs> uh, we should have kept hold of that one from Sunderland. Yeah, exactly. Show at footballramble.com if you've sold anything to a footballer <laughs> or somebody from the world of football. Do you, do you think um, this is a kind of rich seam to mine? I think people will will mm. probably have had quite a lot of brushes with footballs because when you think about it, there's quite a lot of them around. Well, they've got oh. to go somewhere to buy stuff, haven't they? I'm pretty yeah. sure I sold Russell Perrett a pair of Umbro shorts when I worked at a sports shop. Who's Russell Perrett? I am not sure who Russell Perrett is. For a yeah, yeah, I mean, don't worry about yeah. it. There's, there's no reason you would know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right, uh, gentlemen, before we get to Manchester City versus Arsenal, we just, we discovered this week that Kevin Keegan will be making a very rare oh, public God. appearance. Oh, God. Oh, dear. He's, off he goes. He's been booked to host the 2021. <laughs> He's been booked to manage <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally Do like the Kevin Needle. But, yeah, I've got it. I've got, I have to Martin's say this. Joy. I have to get this line out. He's been booked to host the 2021 Meat Management Meat Industry Awards <laughs> in September <laughs> at the Birmingham Hilton. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Just a collection of like. So whatever you do, don't eat any of the meat that week. <laughs> I think I should probably do this because you're not going to get through it, Mark. Far away. Um, we posted this news on our um, on our inst- official Ramble Instagram account, which is at Football Ramble Daily, uh, because they simply will not let us change it. And um, and some of the comments from our listeners are amazing, right? So. To reiterate, mm. Big Kev, King Kev is yeah. hosting the 2021 Meat Management Meat Industry Awards in September <laughs> cool is. at the Birmingham Hilton, which for some reason makes it funnier. Yeah. Yes. Um, Ryan said underneath, <laughs> and you can tell Bernard Matthews <laughs> will be watching. We're still fighting for this title. <laughs> and my, my personal favourite is from Dan, who says, he'll be punched by an unknown assailant while resting on a ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> I will love it if we eat them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. there'll be there'll be people like you know lobbyists and pe- people kind of who's selling their wares and stuff. The industrial bone cutters yeah. and stuff will be in the room. Yeah. Aluminium meat slicers. Yeah. He's oh gonna, mate, he's going to be. You know what's going to happen? Bits. There's going to be a load of like activists, like anti-meat activists, like Morrissey <laughs> yeah. and his lot are going to turn he's up. Get blood thrown over him or something. Yeah. <laughs> no one else Fake will. Blood. Yeah. No the only thing I could think of was when. I was trying to think of a pun, but the only thing I could think of was when him saying, when you say that about a man like Chewett Pierce, that's the only thing I can think of. Chewett? Chewett, chew, because you have to chew meat. Oh, Chewett, right, okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Russell, I've got That's all right, yeah. It's difficult. Is it good that we start the second half of the show with that? (laughs) It's good for Marcus. I'm only hosting the awards. I've not done anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, of course, he used to manage Manchester City, and that's where we go right now. They're playing Arsenal. Um, the big news, of course, with Manchester City is whether they can capture the signature of Cristiano Ronaldo. Apparently, he's cleared out his Juventus locker, meat locker, in order to force. <laughs> Keegan was in there. Yeah, <laughs> in order to force through a move to Manchester City. That's how you do it. Oh, Harry. I'm right. Uh, and, and you would imagine Ronaldo would have that power, and you know, Juventus would be like, "Yeah, right, then, cool." Yeah, but he's also got George Mendes as his agent. Yeah, true. Um, good, good point. What go... back has he got? Um, I think uh, Brassel on OTC and uh, on the Ramble as well have been saying that he, he's loving that idea and yeah, I kind is. of agree with him. I'm loving it as well. I think it'll be great. I, a fit Aguero, basically. No, but I, I sort of think... <laughs> Finishing a, it off. A part of me loves the idea of Ronaldo teaming up with Guardiola and, you think, oh, and then you go, yeah, but it's the Man City, they're spending loads of money, he's going to score lots of goals and you think, nah. But that ship sailed, isn't it? I know. I mean, you got, you've no point worrying about that now. I am going to worry That's about it. That's not for us to worry about. Okay. I, I, and I think... Um, it's for Premier League defences to worry about. The team that spent the most money that, this summer so far is Arsenal anyway. Yeah, and I'm worried about them. And they, and weirdly, they 
look a bit worse. Yeah, I'm worried about them, but for the wrong reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I watch Premier League football more than any other league. I would, I, I love what Cristiano Ronaldo has been able to achieve in the game. Mm. I would enjoy seeing him back in the Premier League. I don't really have a, a view on whether you know Man City versus Man United debate and all the mm. rest of it. Um, you said yesterday, you know, sometimes players build enough space in between their their um their kind of time at the rival club for it not to be as much of a big oh, deal. I don't think Man United fans will mind. <laughs> Because you know what that conversation came up with a friend of mine. I was at the QPR game last Saturday, and we were just chatting at half time. And he's he's a Man United fan. Mm. And he said he he would love Brendan Rodgers to be the next manager of Man United. And he was kind of gaming out whether Man United fans generally wouldn't like it because because it, of Liverpool. But oh, I see what you mean. So no, it, by that no, time, it'd be at least no, but, ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. And Liverpool have done so much since then. I think yeah. maybe if you'd have won league titles and stuff with Liverpool, yeah. perhaps. Mm. But so, uh, do you think Cristiano cares that he wants to play for Man United? Not, not a jot. I don't <laughs> no. think that at all. Um, and and let's be honest, George Mendes will be the one who probably decides, and, and he doesn't give a damn really. But Wayne Rooney said he couldn't see his old teammate risking his old Trafford legacy with a move to Man City. See, some things are still sacred in football. I mean, Peter. the thing is, Wayne Rooney's got loads on at the moment. Yeah, I, I feel bad that people are asking him this question. Yeah, he's mm. got loads to think about. Just a bad dream he had about Ronaldo. And Excellent Batman internet City. in the office, Derby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mikel Arteta saying, you know, Arsenal can change the narrative of their season with a win at Manchester City. Mm. I mean, they can. Isn't it, Isn't there an incredible record? Was somebody saying that on the Ramble this week? 60 years or something? Or 1960s, it was the last time they lost the first three matches of the season. Yeah. Is that right? Arsenal, Sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I could change the narrative of my life with a lottery win. Yeah, that, exactly. I mean, it's not, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Mm. No, that's right, yeah. I. But, so, but sometimes in the Premier League, sometimes... You, you go into a game like this and you think, this is going to be great. And I'll be mm. honest, part of the reason I'm watching this is because it's going to be an absolute car crash. A Man City are going to smash eight past them and mm. it's going to be horrific. Yeah. But also, you won't be able to tear your eyes away from it. Mm. But Rarely a, happens, does it? No, a lot of time mm. you end up, it's just like, it's a one-all or something, yeah. or a nil-nil or something like that. So you never know. Mm. Um, of course, Arsenal have got a chance, but that, they've lost their last eight games in a row against Man City, I think. Yeah. In the league, I think. Yeah, no, it's, it's not great, is it? I mean, I, I, I do sort of worry for Arsenal, but then if they did beat Manchester City... Would it then give them a false hope, like Norwich had that time, of course, when they beat Man City and then they ended up getting relegated? Yes. Are Arsenal going to get relegated in my if mind, they beat Manchester City on the weekend? In my mind, Norwich... I worry about Norwich. ...celebrated the whole season after that. Yeah. Mm. I, we, we, obviously, they're playing Leicester this weekend. I do worry a bit about Norwich because it seems to be like... Mind you, having said that, their opening two games have been Liverpool and Man City, so it's exactly. like good to get them out of the way. I love Norwich as a club. I know. They were a great team when we were growing up. But the, the, do you remember that season, the one you're talking about there? We had to sit, us non-Norwich fans, mm. had to sit through a whole season of Norwich fans insisting Norwich were really good. Yeah. And they never won. No. And they never won any games. Yeah, that's right. And it was kind of weird. It was a bit weird, yeah. I but mean, anyway. the, you know, they're, they're a, they don't want to become... More seen more as a, like a yo-yo side, you know. Fulham are a bit like that as well. Mm. And like last season again, it was going. Ah, oh, Fulham are doing okay. It's it's going to click. It's good. no, it hasn't clicked. Oh, they're down. But so, you, yeah. you'd always obviously think that Arsenal have got enough not to have that kind of issue. Well, um, but I mean, the, the way this plays out for them is it either massively gets turned around under Arteta, mm. which I don't think is realistically going to happen, or at some point they're going to they're going to limp on with him. So so basically, the main two things that could happen, I mm -hmm. think, will happen at Arsenal. They'll limp on with him and do what they did last season, or they'll change the manager. Mm. And that in itself is a gamble. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's an interesting season for Arsenal, for there's sure. A, there's a lot of topics they've got to get right, much Absolutely. like Norwich City. Absolutely. Although, would it be the most Arsenal thing if Manchester City get Cristiano Ronaldo in and then he scores a hat-trick against him on the weekend? <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> be likely. be a quick turnaround. That no. would be, be very, very, 
He yeah. would. He would. Well, he'd never. Well, he'll probably do it straight after this fucking show, won't he? <laughs> yeah, you'd say so. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more about uh, all the moves in the transfer market across Europe, then get over to On the Continent on Football Ramble Presents. Andy and Dotton were joined by Miguel Delaney for the latest on Kylian Mbappe. Of course, that's a huge mm. one, uh, and Ronaldo himself. And they checked in with Jose Mourinho's Roma, who marched through uh, last night in Europe as well. Right, it's now time for four to score. It is indeed time for Betway's four to score. Entry into which is absolutely free. Each week, just pick the first goal, score it in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly 50 grand. Ooh. Make sure though, or do you want to do a proper oog on then? Okay. In the style of Prince. (laughs) 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 Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Game one is the aforementioned Liverpool v Chelsea Saturday tea time. Marcus Speller, it's over to you. I suspect you might be picking a player with the same initials as you. Mohamed Salah. I was right. Good choice. Thanks. Game number two is Burnley v Leeds. Um... Chillingly, Pete Donaldson's up for this one. Mm-hmm. So, how are you going to derail us this week, Pete? What do you mean, Dwight McNeil? He's having a, okay. He's, he played all right against um, Liverpool. I think he play quite well in this match. There we go. Well, we, we if know he doesn't that, go to another club very quickly. We, we know that obviously <laughs> this is this is quite tricky because we've never actually come in with all our answers. Yeah. But whenever we go for the obvious ones, right, we'll pick the striker for yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have mm. a little curvy ball. In I'm there. pleased Pete's picked a player that will play. Yes. Okay, fair yeah. dues, yeah. Uh, game number three is Spurs v Watford. I'm going to this game, actually. Um, but let's hear what Vish, or who Vish thinks will be the first goal scorer. Uh, my first goal scorer is going to be Deli Ali. Feels like he's onto something now. It might have something to do with someone not being there at Spurs. But, um, yeah, he's, you know, he's playing, which is helpful. Um, I thought about Harry Kane. I'm not going to go with Harry Kane. I'm going to go with Deli, Deli, Ali. First goal scorer in Spurs v Watford. Vish in transit when he's. It sounds like he's in the public baths. He sounded in transit. He sounded it like he was in transit. It sounded like his focus was elsewhere. Yeah, thanks for squeezing us in, Vish. (laughs) Um, Game number four: Wolves v Man United. Uh, It's my pick. I've gone for Paul the Pog Pogba. Oh yeah, for fairly obvious reasons, Mm, I think. Um, So, in summary, our four selections are Mo Salah, Dwight McNeil, Deli Ali, and Paul Pogba. If you want to play along, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. And uh, you can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. And chiefly remember, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And if you want more information on that, head to begamblerware.org. Okay, everyone. I think it's my favourite matchup in in the whole Ramble cinematic universe for this game. It's time for this. It's one of those games that's quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. It isn't time to, it's time indeed to get your uh, head in the freezer and some fire in your belly. Fire in the belly, head in the freezer. Yeah. It's uh, Luke's game. Ew! <laughs> Peter. That's uh, the easy cover by Feth No More. Ew! Very I'm nice. excited. <laughs> Do you want to put your laptop down, Peter? That came from oh, it. Yeah, so, yeah. Laptop down. I can see Marcus's okay. screen, so that's okay. Uh-huh. Um, Peter, you... He's got two screens. Yeah. yeah Outrageous. They're, yeah, they're, they're both fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can Hands, see them. Hands are under my thighs, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't like it. Yeah, uh, he's wearing the, a Google Glass. In like three, if we're still playing this game in like three years' time, we'll, you'll be in straight jackets and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, right, but you get to go first because um, you are the lower ranked player. Thank you, Marcus. How did you get on last week? Lost, didn't I? Lost Vish. Vish. That's right. It's a close one though. Very two, close. Two, very close. Um, so Pete, chance to get get Marcus while he's down. Yeah. Or oh, will Mark? Be, uh, will Marcus be like a wounded tiger? Would he be like uh, a wounded tiger? How I have bad no is the wound? About that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what would you do if you encountered the wounded tiger just in the... Uh, I'd uh, invite it to tea, like right. the book. Oh, yeah, nice. Mm. 
thought you could say, nice. I'd call the police. <laughs> I thought you'd say you'd take it to the Meat Industry Meat Awards. Yes. Yeah. As, as your guest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, the first place play for seven clubs, Peter. <laughs> you all know the rules by now. Seven clubs. He is Tom Heaton. Oh, Tommy Heaton. Lordy. Yeah. Ooh. Tom Heaton, seven clubs in total. Two. Okay. Marcus? I'll push the boat out and say, I'll try and, I'll go for it, four. Four. Can four. you do five? No, I cannot do five. So Marcus, one, okay, one at a time, Marcus, please name the four of the seven clubs that Tom Heaton's played for. I may have messed this up, but why not have a, <laughs> enjoy myself on a Friday. Aston Villa. Correct. Burnley. Obviously correct. How, I'm sure he played a game for the Manchester United. He, has he not hasn't played a game. As yet, he hasn't played a game. The other United. one I was going to say was Royal Antwerp. Uh, that's also a weird one because he went there on loan, but I don't think he played for their mind. Oh, is that right? Yeah. There's no romance in this game. No. You've got to dirty your boots, haven't you? So, so you could have had Swindon Town, Cardiff City, yeah. Rochdale, Wickham, mm-hmm. Cardiff, Bristol City, Burnley and Aston Villa. Yeah. I, I am a turgid player this game because I just watch Marcus overcompensate and or he gets too overconfident. He ever thinks it. He yeah. ever thinks it all the time. Mm. It's like Pep Guardiola in a late Champions League game. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I well yeah. There mm. we are, you see. So point to Peter. Yeah. Chance thinking. for an upside here, Peter. Point Peter at the Percy. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Marcus, you're first this time though. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a chance to bounce back here. Here we go. This player's played for five clubs in total. Five. Uh, he's still playing. Ooh. Still playing now. He is Mesut Ozil. Mesut. Ooh. I think you probably want to be going for all five here, don't you? Do I? Up to you. <laughs> Mesut Ozil, eh? Mesut. Um, I am going to go for four. Four. Okay, so Pete, your your only choice mm. is to go for I all five. I cannot do all five. That's insane. Marcus Speller. Can you name them? Name four. Arsenal. All right. Let me get front, front, front me button. Real Madrid. <laughs> True. Fenerbahce, is that? True. Werder Bremen. Very good. Well also done, true. Well done. That's four out of five. Good. The one you missed was Schalke. Ah, okay. Do you know what? It was either Schalke or Werder Bremen. Started his career at Schalke. Uh, point of admin, actually. I think Tom Heaton had eight clubs, not seven there, but it doesn't affect the outcome. Yeah, I was going to say. People are going to tweet in and fucking bomb. Null and void! I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. You weren't going to say. Yeah, that's handy for me, because if I end up losing this game, I will be chanting (laughs) null and void. Right, so the next player, Pete, you get to go first. He's played for nine clubs in total, um, and um, we've talked about him today already. Okay. He's just had a great bit of news this week. Mm -hmm. He's been um, brought into the England squad. He is Patrick Bamford. Bammers. Nine clubs, weirdly. That is weird. And really unhelpful for me. (laughs) No, because it increases the percentage chance of you getting a guess right. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's why I'm going to go for two. <laughs> You're going to go for two. 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 I, I, see, I, I'm, I'm just, to me, this is a trading match. Oh, did you hear that, Donaldson? What? I'm going to go for six. Whoa! Stat Marcus! <laughs> people this are is desperate insanity. For you to fail here. Desperate for you to I know fail they here. are. Do you want, I, I mean, for, for admin reasons, do you want to do seven? <laughs> I can say I need to give you the option. It would be like the end of Indiana Jones, where he can't step on the wrong uh, bit of pavement, and so yeah. I'm, of course I'm not going to do that. I want to win yeah. this. Yeah, head in the freezer, yeah. fire in the belly. I'm, I'm making Marcus do all the work. Tell you what, he could be, he could be calling Buster Douglas at the end of this. <laughs> so you're going six. Yeah, I'll go six. Okay, right. 
Um, let me find my list. I'm playing the opponent, Luke. That's no, that's, and that's yeah, not a yeah. bad thing to do. Yeah, not a bad thing to do. Um, one at a time, then six of the nine clubs that Patrick Bamford's played for. Leeds United. That's correct. Um, Middlesbrough. Yes. It's two. It's a long way to go here. Burnley. Very good. Three. Crystal Palace. Four. Marcus. Um, Norwich City. Five. And... One more. Oh, I've forgotten the last one. Uh, can I can I be reminded of the clubs I've said? Sorry. Yeah. So can you tell me them? Because I know if I double say double, then I'm Leeds. Mm-hmm. Middlesbrough. Yep. Burnley. Yeah. Norwich City. Yeah. Oh, Nottingham Forest. Correct. Yeah! yeah. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I, so, couldn't, I know you're oh, a bit harsh with that, and I thought, oh, have I said Nottingham Forest? Oh, Marcus. <laughs> I thought, I'm blown away by I that. I thought you were going to say Chelsea. They didn't play for Chelsea. No, no, no. Oh, I, mean, I, I thought about Chelsea. I thought, oh, no. There for five years, we didn't play for them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 2 1. So you're 1 up with 2 uh, to play. What were his other three clubs? Yeah, sure. I should do all of them, shouldn't I? Nottingham yeah. Forest. Didn't play for Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, MK Dons. Oh. Derby County. Oh. Middlesbrough Palace. Norwich Burnley. Middlesbrough again. And Leeds United. And yeah. Schalke. And Schalke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There we go. Um, so, uh, six clubs for the next player. Marcus, you get to go first. Uh, he is still playing. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's quite an interesting one, this, because you will be familiar with him, but I think it's quite a tough one. Um, it's Shinji Kagawa. Oh. Six clubs in total. He's got to play with a straight bat and say <laughs> two. Two. Yeah. Peter? He's three. Yes, Pete! Yes! Oh, go on, name me three. All right then, Peter. The chance to go two all, three of the six clubs that Shinji Kagawa's played for. That's, loving this. That's basically where I thought, you know what, I've I've had a bit of fun there. Of fun, let's, yeah. let's, I'm really glad I went first for that one. Go on then, Peter. He's at the same club as... Oh, you, you could... Sarasaw Osaka. Say again? Sarasaw Osaka. Very good. Oh, oh. He's right. He's on his come career. on, come on. That's impressive. That Vissel Corbe. Oh, oh, fuck's sake. Oh no. Fuck's fuck's sake. Which of course means Marcus Spellman. <sighs> yeah, I mean, could have probably gone for the Western clubs, couldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners everywhere will be frustrated with the idea that you got Sarah Osaka yeah. but didn't name Borussia Dortmund or, or Manchester United. United. <laughs> when you got that, I thought, oh, we're going to a fifth round here. Yeah, and you can What's have... his other Japanese club? Is nah, Japanese club? Where no. is he now? Besiktas, Zaragoza, and he's now at Pauk. Oh. Who I believe I are in Greece. Oh, there you go. And um, the final one, well, which Pete, you'd have gone first with, um, was Colo Torre. Five clubs, mm. Colo Torre. Colo, Colo, Colo. I'm going to go for two. Well, I would play it safe and go three then. I'm a bit disappointed that I can't go four. No. No, go four. no I'll go four. Go then, do you three. Oh, no, I'll go four. Go on then, Marcus. All right, do you four then. Um, Arsenal. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Celtic. <laughs> and then Manchester City. Yeah, there we go. Four. So that's well 4-1. Marcus. Um, what was the other one? Asec Mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> what a one. lovely name. <laughs> but Where lovely is that? There, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Magic. Yeah, the mimosas are. are delicious. Yeah. Well, let's go and get some now. <laughs> they, are, they are a club in um, Ivory Coast. 
Yeah, yeah makes go. sense. Yeah. Makes mm. sense, ladies and gentlemen. It all makes sense in the end, you see. Uh, and that is the end of the football ramble. Uh, so there we are. Thank you very much for listening uh, to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, spent after that. Yeah. yeah good one. Takes it one. out of you. Takes it out of you after it, a long week. In the uh, words of Leonardo, it's unacceptable and illegal <laughs> what you did to me there. Yeah. We can um, just and relax. Not correct. Which Leonardo DiCaprio was that, probably? <laughs> <laughs> My giddy aunt. Yeah. Right then, everybody. Uh, enjoy the football. We'll see you very, very soon. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Yeah, enjoy the Meat Industry Meat Awards. <laughs> <laughs> see you at the see you at the Birmingham Hilton. <laughs> Thanks very much, Pete Donaldson. Get your sausage and do try the veal. Actually, you know, don't. It'll give you food poisoning. <laughs> the Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.